This NFL Week Five Picks Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free twenty dollars bet with the promo code SGP twenty. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP twenty to get a free twenty dollars bet with your first deposit. Also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. That's ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at AcePerHead.com/sgp. That's AcePerHead.com/sgp. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circuit Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer. Hello, Sean. Hello. It's week five. We're making it. We're taking some shrapnel along the way. I mean, we knew this coming into the season guys are going to, well, I mean, honestly, the real take here is just, we were right about the Tennessee Titans. (laughs) We were right. Seems like someone needs to tighten up with their, uh, when it comes to the restrictions and protocols, Tennessee Titans, really the first quote unquote outbreak there's been, and now Steven Gilmore tested positive for the Patriots couple like ran uh, cam Newton. Uh, you know, team scarf. He tested positive again, doing fine. Just going to sit it out. This is adding to the wildness, the wackiness of the NFL season. My prediction is we will end up with a bonus extra regular season week. How will they do that? How will they do that? What do you mean? Do they just push every playoff week back and lose the bye? Is that the plan? No, you still have the bye week. You still have all the playoff weeks. You move the Super Bowl back one week. Oh, okay. And all and the that's games. Possible. They've, they've said they can move the Super Bowl back. Yeah. Why can't they? They're the NFL. What else is going to be going on at Raymond James Stadium on uh, like Furry Festival? I don't know. No, everything is flexible. You saw them just move the Chiefs game to Monday night. It wasn't. You know, it's not the end of the world. Uh, that's different than adding a week. How is? How do you think they could not pull off adding a week? Oh, I'm not saying they can't. I, I, how do you think it will work? Is it like a spillover for teams that need it? Yeah, I, I think if we get to the point where, like, let's say one of these games gets canceled. They didn't violate any protocols like the Titans clearly did. Uh, I think they, and if they can't reschedule it within the normal framework of the season, I think they start considering adding on. Like if if something happens later in the season where teams have already gone through their bye week, I think maybe they just add another week to the season. But isn't this? But aren't they just going to remediate this by having the team that did violate the Titans in this case, or or any team that was like the cause? Aren't they just going to lose? Aren't they going to get forfeited? Isn't that what we're going to happen? Which is well, if you're the if you're the Titans and it's clearly egregious and you're having secret practices like the Titans were outside of the facility once you were closed, then yeah, those people are going to get forfeitures. If it's like 
one or two guys get it, but you're following all the protocols. I think they would work to reschedule with those teams. That's from the latest stuff. That's what they're saying. Okay. And then, so we, we might have like a week se- 17 and a half where there's like four games. Yeah. There's like a bonus week of, um, or again, maybe if the teams are limited and not, and not relevant th- for the playoffs, maybe they just say, Hey, the giants played 15 games. It's enough. Pack it in. Well, and that gets interesting for futures because most futures will state things like must have 16 games for action. Well, and, and it's perfect that we have uh Derek so Stevens might- <laughs> calling into the podcast later. We hit oh, on, yeah. we, uh, we already taped it, but we hit on some of the stuff like managing the whole COVID thing, but really, cause no one wants to talk about COVID. We want to talk about the circuit sports contest, the millionaire, that awesome stadium swim. We get to all of that. Oh yeah. So much, uh, so much going on. Speaking of contests. The football free roll contest powers along. I, I feel like, yeah, man, you said that amazingly. Thank you. Wow. Brought to you by our good pals over at Bet Spurts. Make it's sure you, time. Make sure you down. I don't. That guy is doing a Manscaped commercial. Uh, really? Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty intense. Again, we're a free roll football contest powered by Bet Spurts. Prize pool up to five thousand dollars. Kramer, let's take a look at the season-long leaderboard. Well, Sean, do you, do you want to do week three? Let's do the week three first. Week sure. Four first. Week four, tied for first place. Tied for first. No. No yes. ties. Tied. Tied. Oh, you're right. I got deceived by the rank, but there is. It is a tie. We'll need to update that. And great name, Dejin Darren. Hashtag Dejin Zoli. Probably, probably Darren, but yeah. Darren, what did I say, Darren? But again, it's D A R I N. I don't know. Well, if I'm mispronouncing, the or maybe first it's word, Dejin's just, Darren, like he's oh, Darren to go oh, there, Darren to roll the dice, and Cha Chi or Cha Chai, Cha Chai, uh, both with eleven correct. Uh, one of them only made uh, thirteen selections. So Still went eleven and two. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, and again, you got to keep your eye over at BetSperts because some of these lines are popping up. They're popping off. So you got to stay tuned over there to lock in your bet. And again, picking the games kind of like a sports book. Once you pick them, they're locked in. Yeah, and, and people can still sign up. You can still sign up. You can still get that weekly prize. The weekly right? prize, fifty dollar, uh, fifty dollars worth of SGPN merch. Whoa, that's a lot. That's 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 good for a solid T-shirt. Sean, the top. We'll do the top five today. We have three people. Well, top- and there's one uh, top six worth hitting on. Oh, Sean, you're in there. Tied for six with Dejan's Darren. Yeah. And Buck Nasty. Touchdown Tommy. Uh, just bu- just behind us, Big Blue 78, longtime friend of the program. Shout, Shout out, to- out to Impressive uh he's on the platform. I'll say that. Impressive yes. he's on the platform. Sean, uh above you. Sorry, yeah. I didn't get to you first. It's all right. Uh, I know it's all about you. Uh tied for third with 38 correct picks in the National Football League. Gambling engineer. Okay, like that. Jay Kerman and Ben Alexander, two thirty. Nice, thirty-eight and twenty-three, and thirty-eight and twenty-two. Those are some nice, nice records. But in first place, we have a tie now. At thirty-nine wins, God Skrilla and Sean. God damn it, you are being haunted by the ghost of Juan from Walgreens as he continues. To lead the free roll Son of a bitch. football contest. He's what are the odds? Me. What are the odds that the first place guy just decided <laughs> to, to name his entry Juan from Walgreens? Well, 
you said decided as if he's not the actual one from uh, all. No way. No way. Why? You don't think? No. You don't way. think Juan listens no to the way podcast? Juan was list- no, no way. Juan's a maybe DJ. someone sent him. You're right. We have cool listeners, not Juan's losers not- at 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 Walgreens. When I told Juan that, you know we- what Juan is? Juan's the guy that goes. Eh, I'm gonna pass this game, Bob. <laughs> yeah, Juan. That's is that- Juan. Juan's not ready to risk it all, picking every NFL game against the spread. Oh, I hit the first team in my parlay. How do I hedge? <laughs> That's one. That's one. No hedging here. All right, Kramer. Big Jesus. podcast. We're going to be, of course, picking all the NFL games against the spread. Is that what we do? That's what we do here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. And you know who we do it with? Long time presenting sponsor of the podcast, MyBookie.ag. They got a new, uh, a new, uh, new promotion here. SGP 20 for a free $20 bet with a deposit of uh, only 45 bucks. Hold on, Sean. I didn't have my pencil on me. Was, what was that? It's completely free SGP. No, no. I mean, I oh, didn't write SGP down the code. 20 okay. free $20 bets. All you gotta do is deposit 45 bucks. Perfect. I would say for some, uh, for some prop bets. Whatever uh, NFL picks against the spread, MLB playoffs, PGA. Of course, we have the golf gambling podcast. Game five of the NBA uh, looks like uh, Lakers coming to a close. There, hit my Caruso over six and a half points and Lakers first quarter bet. Delicious that we gave out in Slack, the Slack channel. Ton of uh, fun NBA chatter when Wait, uh, finals games. How much up. does it cost? <laughs> Completely free. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Slack. But again, mybookie.ag, promo code SGP20 for that free $20 bet and where you can play, win, and get paid. Joining us on the line, owner and CEO of Circa Resort and Casino, the D, the Golden Gate Hotel and Casino, downtown Las Vegas Event Center, and of course, Circa Sports, Derek Stevens. Derek, thanks for calling in, man. Hey, uh, great to talk to you guys again. Yeah, no, appreciate it. I'm, before the interview started, uh, we were just talking. Uh, it was blowing up on social media. Oh my goodness, everyone there, was there sending was us a, messages. Yeah, there was a uh, the helicopter. I guess you said it was the the traffic helicopter in Las Vegas was filming uh, the stadium swim and kind of. I, I don't know if you guys were like doing a screen test or checking things out, but they shot a really cool video from the helicopter. What what was going on at the stadium swim? Yeah, you know, we were testing last night. We're testing while it's dark out, and uh, yeah, this morning they were testing early in the morning. And uh, yeah, the uh, traffic helicopter went by and zoomed in, and uh, and uh, yeah, it got picked up and uh, kind of caused a little bit of a uh, little chaos here. It was pretty cool though. It, was, uh, it looked great, great during the uh, great during the day, and uh, yeah, we're trying to test out all our configurations for the screen. You know, you got to go through each one of them. You know, when there's a let's say a single game event like uh, like Super Bowl to to, you know, uh, um, let's say a Saturday afternoon with college football, trying to break it up into 26 screens or so and, and, and every configuration in between. So that's what we're testing out right now. It's yeah. just music to my ears, Sean. And by the way, I think we might have to reach out to the, uh, the traffic guy in Vegas, <laughs> total DJ move while at work to just cruise by the, the new Check spot. Out the casino. <laughs> yeah. And, and you even hear Derek, he goes, the screen looked great, which has, and again, we, uh, Derek was nice enough to have us out for a tour. And he was explaining like, okay, here's the pool, but Hey, don't worry. If you're sitting here watching the games, the servers are coming from behind. So you won't have the servers walk in front of you of the game. And it's like, oh man, well, these tiny details. And I heard 26 configuration, which, which tells me that's another D gen move. 
I want to make sure that I can watch uh, Wake Forest take on uh, whoever the fuck they took on last <laughs> week. I, 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 it just it, it's it's music to my ears, Sean. Well, yeah, and and I know we're super excited. I know a ton of people are excited to get this uh, get this thing live and get it rolling. But uh, I, I speaking of your social media, we saw you tweet out uh, some tickets that you have some uh, future action on the Marlins in the uh, in the MLB playoffs. Where are you at with those uh, right now? Yeah, you know, I, I had a couple of tickets. I bet uh, I bet the Marlins at two hundred to one to win the <laughs> National League, and I bet them at four hundred to one the American League. So both tickets pay a, pay an even million. Oh wow! Uh, but, but what I but what I did um, on Monday, just before the series started, I did uh, I did hedge it out a little bit. So I I, uh, I took the Braves in the series. They were minus two seventy five. Uh, Pre flop, and I bet bet one hundred and ten thousand to win forty. So, so uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna come out a little bit ahead out of this deal. This is this is one of those bets, you know. You bet one hundred ten thousand, you hope you lose the thing. So I'm just I'm just trying to get one more series. <laughs> That is a that is a funny place to be, and you're betting one hundred ten thousand dollars and hoping hoping you lose it. Do you uh, when when you place bets? Are you? I, I don't know if there's a legal thing or or just a uh, maybe a personal preference. Do you are you allowed to bet at your own sports book, or do you or do you like uh, taking money from uh, maybe the competitors? Yeah, no, no, I can't bet at uh, at my own sports book or in my own casinos. <laughs> that that wouldn't be legal. But uh, <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, my next door neighbor is uh, Tilden Fertitta, the Golden Nugget, and. Uh, Got good relationships with uh, like Joe Asher at uh, William Hill, and uh, I made these plays over at Westgate. I gave him a chance to hedge it out. That's where I made the two million dollar ticket uh, bets. So oh, I, wow. I, uh, I did the, I did the hedge over at Westgate with Jay Corgan. Oh, that's that's fun. Little that's uh, nice little rivalry. Yeah. I, I guess Jay's uh, sweating out the the Marlins <laughs> series right now. Put a little heat on him. I, I, I like that. I like the little interaction between the uh, casino heads going, going toe to toe. Speaking of uh, speaking of kind of doing battle, the contests, oh, yeah. how are, how are things looking in the, uh, the circa survivor and the uh, circa millions contests? Yeah. You, you know, since, uh, since I saw you guys, since we got that little tour uh, tour of circa, I'll give you a little update here. You know, opening uh, opening week, on the survivor, you know, it knocked out over 400 people with that, with the Jacksonville upside of the oh, Colts. Yeah. That was beautiful. So he went from 1390 to 805 in week one. So it knocked out a lot of people. And then week two, it went from 805 to 801. Only four people got knocked out. So there wasn't much in week two. Week three knocked it down a little bit. Week four, we were at um, 675 to start. And we're currently, um, I believe, at 6:30. So I think it knocked out 45 uh, people. But here's the real amazing story: it's not the the 44 or so people that got knocked out. It's the fact that in week four, somebody forgot to put their pick in. Oh no! Which is really amazing. <laughs> Man, there. And we're we're we are in the survivor. Disgraceful, Sean. <laughs> we're still we're one of those 630 people still. Yes, alive. we're still surviving. And uh, Kramer and I have been you know picking a survivor each week. Knock on wood, still hanging in there. Last week, I was trying to uh, convince Ryan that the nothing could go wrong by playing the Broncos. We ended up we ended up going with the uh, going with the Rams, but that Rams game ended up being a huge sweat. We knew it was going to be a chalky play, but. 
going up against the Giants. It just seemed like you you had to do that. Are you involved in any? Uh, do you play any sort of contests? Like, what's your what's your regular uh, betting regimen, uh, football wise? Yeah, you know what I'm doing because this was the first year of the Circus Survivor. I'm doing something on a, on a show where I'm 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 doing it. Mike Palm um, is doing it, but we're kind of doing it mythically. So uh, I uh, I still have two two Survivor entries left to go, and and uh, yeah, last weekend on my two my two selections, I had the Rams. I I just thought there was too much value. You know, they went off at minus eight hundred, so I just thought it was uh, it was the right time to use the Rams. Because I, as I looked down the rest of the schedule, I just couldn't see a spot where I was going to use them again. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of people took Baltimore, but man, you got to hang on to Baltimore. You don't know what's going to yeah. happen Thanksgiving week, and and you know, you you, leave, you like to in Survivor, you got to keep a couple Trump cards in your hand, you know. So I didn't want to. I haven't blown anybody uh, anybody uh, too big here. So uh, so I feel good about that. So I like your Rams play you had. Yeah, and and you nailed it with the uh, Thanksgiving, the extra week, which kind of separates Circa from the other Survivor contests. That kind of has been our strategy of stashing those three team, or sorry, three games, six teams, and kind of only breaking in case of emergency if we really need them. Ryan, of course, is looking at his cheat sheet. He kind of had a beautiful mind moment where he mapped out the path to uh, the ultimate survivor. And uh, I'm looking at the handwritten notes here. It's well, I was crazy. thinking that the next time I go to the circa to see Derek is to collect the check to win this thing. So I wanted to make sure I did a deep dive. And I'm with you. There weren't a ton of opportunities to play the Rams in the future, so it was a perfect timing. Now, now moving over to well, actually, and, and real quick, I mean, this week there's a number of uh, double-digit dog uh, spots there, and we're we're going to be giving our picks, our our survivor pick uh, in a little bit here coming up. But do you have a have you released your pick yet? Do you have a lean? What what are you thinking for uh, week five here, Survivor? Well, the one thing I would say is that based upon how things have worked out with uh, with with COVID in the last ten days. And based upon separately how the Cowboys have looked, I'm I'm saving all all six uh, all six teams uh, on Thanksgiving. So I'm going to hold back on that, and I'm going to probably stick to that as long as uh, as long as I'm in the thing. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing the same thing. I released by on Thursday, so I, I need a little more time to digest before <laughs> I come out come out of it. Yeah, it's it's nerve wracking too, especially because we we tape our podcast on a Wednesday night. <laughs> we commit early, and and between Wednesday and Sunday, it feels like there's three weeks right now of NFL <laughs> news. As a, as a sports book, how are you guys handling uh, these kind of late COVID scratches, <laughs> postponements, and now they're even talking about possibly forfeiting the, uh, the Titans bills game because of the Titans kind of broke the uh, protocols there. Has it, is your sportsbook director pulling out his hair? Like how are things from uh, behind the counter managing this? Yeah. Well, two things. First, uh, first to tell you, of course, you know, if you guys have to put your pick out on Wednesday for your podcast, you have to be able to reserve the right to change it. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, if you have if you haven't put it in, at least you got to be able to say, Hey, such and such. And uh, I took this particular team and they're not playing. So I called my proxy and uh, you know, this is actually what I'm playing. So you gotta be able to reserve the right to put something else on Twitter. That's important. As far as, uh, as far as your other question goes, I just left a meeting with our sports book team right now. And, and we actually uh, had to go through, you know, some, some rule set and what we, uh, what we just determined, if it's not up yet, it'll be up on, on the circus sports uh, Twitter page shortly. But, but we had to deal with this forfeiture element. Now, previously, if, if a game was not played by Monday night, really by 2 a.m. Tuesday, 
um, it was considered not a win for survivors. So if you had a win survivor, you were out. If you were in the circus sports millions, it's considered, it's considered no game. It's a push. So you get half a point in ours. Well, now we have to deal with this forfeiture element. And we just made the determination that if the NFL NFL determines a certain team forfeits, well, the team they're playing against gets a win for survivor gets a win for the circus sports million. And if you have the team that forfeits, you know, obviously you lose. So we had to add that rule. We wanted to add it early in the week because this was uh, you know, this is something that that's so unprecedented. We know that we've, we've got to be able to put out, put out rules. And our, our key thing is we want to ma- make sure that we have, you know, great communication and, and fairness is really the critical element. So Forfeiture is considered a win for the for the one side and a loss for the other in our in all of our, our contests. Well, yeah, and that's what's I mean that's what really separates Circa I think from a lot of other places. Like you know, just from talking to Derek, he's a fellow sports <laughs> better. He's he's doing all the scenarios. He's trying to come up with the best solution as far as uh, you know how I mean, to I, handle some. I, of I this like stuff. the adaptation on the push rule honestly because the super contest you you really had to roll the the, the dice. Whereas I, I think it is it's a more it's a more objective approach to, to give both people a push for the, but the forfeit, man, if we have a forfeit in the NFL, <laughs> oh, wow. the fantasy heads are going to lose their mind, but <laughs> let, of, let's get back to the contest. Yes. Sean, Cause it's circa time. millions. It's let's go time right now. We're yeah, uh, circa. Oh, sorry to interrupt, I'm but sorry. Oh, keep going. I, I, I didn't mean to step on you there. No, no, go ahead. Tell me about your, how you doing? The circuit <laughs> We're in 44th place, baby. <laughs> 14, five and one right now. Feeling, feeling pretty good about where we're at. Uh, I think the guy in first place is up by like what? Two? Oh, he's 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 gone uh, eight. He's gone eighteen one and one. Eighteen one and one. And the circuit, you guys do quarterly uh, prizes as well, right? Yeah, yeah. His name is Sunny San Diego, and you know he went into week four. He was uh, he was thirteen one and one going into week four, and then he played uh, he played uh, the Thursday night game, which is something we really don't recommend doing. Because you have to put all five of your plays in, and then he just smoked Sunday. He ended up eighteen one and one. Since we're, we've been doing this, that's the strongest quarter that we've ever seen anybody. And uh, yeah, he raked in the full hundred and eighty-seven thousand himself. So wow, pretty, uh, pretty amazing. That that's, I mean, that's pretty insane. Boss. Is he also is he also playing the uh, Survivor contest? Um, that, you know what? Here's the amazing thing. He has not. He has not called or, or reached out to us yet. So, although we know his name, um, we do not have his email. We do not have his Twitter. <laughs> oh so, man! So we're we're waiting for somebody to show up here at the counter and say, <laughs> "Hey, uh, I want to cash out one hundred eighty-seven thousand. I like to do it real quickly." Well, so, every every once so. in a while, you got a uh, ticket that you put in your wallet. You might forget about. <laughs> but uh, and and if he hasn't contacted you yet, then maybe he has no idea how close. Uh, uh, what's this guy doing? <laughs> That's the first call I make uh, Monday morning, or actually, as soon as the game ends, I'm either driving to Vegas, I'm flying <laughs> to Vegas. I got my ID, my W nine, whatever you need, my D, whatever, whatever thing you need, Derek. I'm getting that check ASAP. Oh man! Although I do, yeah. al- although uh, Derek, to kind of put. Um, Give you an insight into my mindset. I keep thinking about how it's gonna feel wearing that sweet million dollar jacket, <laughs> and how when Ryan and I go to collect our uh, our circa million million dollars, how I'm gonna ask for uh, a, a decent portion of it in chips. I, are you are you allowing that as an option for payout? 
Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we we highly recommend that. We highly recommend that. Oh, I can just see beautiful. myself. Uh, yo, 500K coming in. You know what? I really like Philly plus three and a half. Just uh, let it go. Just print it on the ticket. Don't even give me the money. Uh, uh, well, you know, a lot of people. A lot of people are taking at the end of the quarter. A lot of people are taking a Monday night game because, you know, let's say they're within a half a point or a point. It gives them a hedge opportunity. So we we've seen you know a lot of guys in the contest that are coming in betting twenty thousand or betting you know we've had a we've had a few times where we had last year we had guys betting fifty thousand to kind of hedge their play. There's a little bit of an advantage in the millions on the last week of a quarter to include the Monday night game. Now of course you got to like the game. You don't ever want to have the tail wag the dog, but but um, but there's a lot of people that are taking the Monday night games in in that last week of a quarter just because you have the opportunity to hedge it out a little bit. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, again, there's a bunch of levels. We'll have to keep that in mind when we're in the running for the second <laughs> quarter prize as well, Sean. Yes, no, definitely going to be keeping an eye on that <laughs> and uh, keep putting in. Hopefully, uh, knock on wood, staying alive in the uh, circus survive or yeah, circus survival survivor. There you go. A little bit of a tongue twister, but uh, yeah, it looks like you guys are really close to opening. That video again was uh, pretty awesome. When is the? Uh, is there an official opening date that you have locked in? Uh, for the circus sports or circuit Las um, Vegas. Yeah, we're, we're, we're opening up uh circuit Las Vegas at, uh, at 12 one AM on October 28th. And uh, yeah, we're ready to go. So we're less than three weeks to go. So we're, we're just down to the last minute details, the last minute testing and things like that. And yeah. We'll be ready to go. Awesome, man. Stoked awesome. For you. Uh, well, appreciate you calling in and uh, make sure you give Derek uh, a follow on Twitter at Derek J Stevens. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for everything going on at uh circus sports circuit, Las Vegas, Derek, appreciate the time, man. Hey, thank you very much. Love talking to you guys. Always fun talking to our boy, Derek love Derek out in the desert. He's our friend in the desert. Oh, our friend in the desert. Him and Scott Bowser, who the dream <laughs> is one day for those guys to hang out. Oh yes. And uh, uh hopefully making that happen soon. March Madness, fingers crossed. Could talk about Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is happening. It is uh man, I, I'm hooked on the Thrive Fantasy. I'm thriving over at Thrive Fantasy. Haven't cashed big yet, but Kramer, we gave out our Thrive Fantasy lineups for the Thursday night NFL game between the bears and the bucks. They have a Thursday only NFL contest. They of course have NBA, PGA, MLB, even esports for the real uh, D gens only again. It's just like your normal uh, DFS game, but instead of picking players in a salary thing and crunching the numbers and all that, it's just base player props. You go over or under uh, sometimes, you know, you know what it, it dawned on me. Yes. Um, this is especially for a lot of our audience. That is probably a fan of the paper pick them sheet. Yeah, the paper prop sheet, the Super Bowl props parlay card, because that's what you're doing. You're literally making a choice, and yeah, and even choosing a little bit underneath there, um, because for the NFL game, they give you 20 player props. You mm. pick 10 you Love like aside on, and uh, we did a whole breakdown for the Thursday night game. Get in on that Thursday contest. A $25 buy-in, and uh, I think $1,500 to first place. 5,000 in prizes. They're giving away. Fifty thousand dollars in guaranteed prizes weekly, over one point six million given away, and again, 
Get there before the rush. There's an, a, a massive overlay opportunity. <laughs> there really is. Well, and I was going to say, yeah, the 15,000 guaranteed for this, uh, this Sunday, only seven people in it right now. Yeah. So. And, and they fill up a little bit more towards the end, but there are, there are times, even if they are full, I think I was doing the math there. It's still uh, a nice little value there. And when you sign up, either go to thrivefantasy.com and sign up there or sign up. Uh, you can get the app on the uh, app store, Google play store, use promo code SGP please, and instant deposit match up to 50 bucks. So you got $50 deposit it. Now all of a sudden you got a hundred uh, in there and a bunch of fun games and not to, not to, I'll just say it like this. I know, I know some people that may keep the money they hide in like the PayPal account. Yes. PayPal plugs right into thrive yeah, fantasy, great, baby. Great way to, uh, <laughs> let's say your wife runs the books. You got a uh, PayPal burner account. Perfect way to, uh, you know, kind of scoot the uh, misses there. Yeah. Hashtag gamble responsibly investment. Honey, it's investment. Only. <laughs> now the, the games are fun too. So I, I highly recommend it and get in. See if you guys can uh, free t-shirt to anyone who beats Kramer or I oh, wow. in uh, well, how about the better of our two lineups? Yeah. You we're playing you best ball. There we go. You beat both of us. You get a free T-shirt. We're playing best ball. Thrive Fantasy, and uh, maybe we do that because I was looking. They they have like a thousand dollar heads up, and I thought that would be maybe we go full Dejans only combined yeah. next week or or one of these weeks on the podcast combined on a thousand dollar entry heads up thousand dollars against some random Thrive Fantasy person. I don't know. It's getting like. When when I start discussing stuff like that and the, the the synapses, I can feel them firing away. You know, it's uh, it's some sweet sweet gambling action. Oh, are we ready? Let's do it. Let's start talking about these games. We, we gave we gave a decent breakdown already because we were talking we? so many player props for the Thursday night game. We kind of did. I I gave you some DVOA. I gave you some numbers. Thursday night, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they head to Chicago to take on Big Dick Nick. Deion, who knew Deion Sanders? Couch. Not aware. There is that, that that barstool clip that they tweeted out where Holy they go like, "Oh yeah, he's, his name is Big Dick Nick," and Dion's like, "Oh no, I ain't saying that." And they're like, "No, no, it's it's actually his nickname." He's like, oh, "But I never said that about a man. You can't you can't be in a locker room and look at a man's thing and go, hey man, that's big." And and everyone's like, "No, Dion, that's his name." And he's just like, "I ain't playing that." <laughs> it's almost like when you walk in a room and someone goes, "I ain't that." It's like, no one accused you, bro. His reaction. No, 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 no. But also, kudos to Dion for living in the pro football circle, working at NFL Network for years upon years. What kind of jokes are these guys making when the cameras are off? No one at one point (laughs) mentioned Big Dick Nick. Like that just never came up. I don't see Michael Irvin leaning over to Dion and going, "Hey, Prime, (laughs) you know they call this cat Big Dick." and, And Michael Irvin, um. You know, it looks like he's aged a bunch here in these past few years. Cocaine not great on the uh, aging process, right? That's all I'll I'll say. Better than crack, though. Better than crack. Tampa Bay minus four, minus one ninety mm. on the money line. Chicago plus one sixty. Forty five is the total. I know this for fact. I've been dreadful, horrible at picking Thursday night games, Sean. So I'm yep. gonna let you go first. Uh, I'm going uh, Chicago here plus four. No, you aren't. A layman would maybe say, "Hey, just take the uh, take the better team," which is probably the Bucks at this point. But here's what I'm looking at: one, Tell me. one. Uh, I think the Chicago defense is pretty solid, and uh, Khalil Mack off the injury report. I like him. Yep. getting a pass rush against a non-mobile uh, Tom Brady. Uh, Hakeem Nicks. I think he's back. 
I think they get to, I think they get to Brady. Now, on the other side, it is just it, Tampa Bay. I think the injuries are finally going to catch up to him, especially on the short week. Godwin out, LaShawn McCoy out, who hasn't been doing a ton. Justin Watson out. Um, you know, we were talking about Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Do we he's, know? He's banged up. Vaughn is probably a guy maybe throwing your DFS lineup, but really Evans. I mean, Mike Evans gutted it out in that Chargers game, and now he's he got beat the fuck up. He looked really. I mean, kudos to him for you know playing on that crazy banged looked, up yeah. ankle. But he, I, I think. He looks like Julio looks every Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> just like hobbled, and the next thing you know, he's just burning people down. I, I think he's gonna have trouble out there, uh, especially short week in Chicago. And to me, this is just a, a it's a nice bounce back game for Chicago. Hopefully, they they realize what Nick does. And again, we we talked about it all over the in the props podcast. But Tampa Bay is susceptible, especially to the deep ball. So yeah. if they let Nick be Nick. And just chuck up deep balls to Allen Robinson, chuck them to Anthony Miller, check it down to um, Montgomery in the passing game. I think there's a formula where they can really move this ball in this on this uh, Bucks defense. And again, I, I mean, Brady had like the perfect second half of that game. So I think in your head, you're kind of thinking they're better than they actually are. But that that Chargers defense was just. I mean, no, Chris Harris Jr. They're just so insanely banged up. I certainly wouldn't take too much from that that game. No, I mean, I, I think Tampa Bay, decent team. I think this to me is just a horrible spot. Chicago, I think, is kind of a uh, um, a solid team coming off a loss, short week at home. I'm going Paris, well, especially I, with the points. I mean, this I to me feels like a 24-21 game. I'm going to take the four points. Well, you like the defensive. Uh, well, they're both defensive teams, kind of at this point. But I think with Tampa, the fact that it jumped from minus three on the look ahead to minus four, that's a lot of value. On top of that, uh, Sean, I kind of highlighted that I, I, you know, Anthony Miller could have a huge game. I think with Nick Foles, you, you know, I, I, I trust Allen Robinson can win. So even though they've been really good against number ones, I think they're facing a maybe a higher caliber number one here. And the the last thing I'll say is this is just the ultimate bad spot for Tampa and Tom Brady. They just won in. Slightly remarkable fashion against the team that had no business yeah. sharing the field with them. So from the stock perspective, give me the Chicago Bears. And oh, by the way, Tampa, who they have on deck? Green Bay. So yeah, I don't want to say it's a I don't want to say it's the look ahead spot because there is a, a long time between now and then, but it, it there's opportunity there. Sean, next up Sunday. So your your Chicago plus four ride. Yeah. Talk no, to I, you into it. Well, that's where I was leaning, but I, I agree. I was appreciative that you went the same way as me to affirm my position. Chicago, or I'm sorry, Charlotte, the, uh, the upstart fucking Matt rule led Charlotte, Carolina Panthers heating up, man. They head to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Somehow the look ahead was Atlanta minus three and a half. It's down to Atlanta minus one minus one thirty on the money line. Plus one ten for the Panthers. 54 is the total. This is starting to feel like fire with this Panthers team, but why? They're good. The value's not there, but they're they're playing ball. I will say we still have not. I think there's still questions to be asked of that defense, and I think they're going to be. While Atlanta will be um, light a receiver most likely, this is a test for them in the dome in a place that Atlanta typically plays well. But well, this, you know who else plays well? Very used to a dome. Our boy Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater coming in. The Butler. 
and uh, Atlanta shout out to uh, the ETR guys pointing out and we were all, I have Mike Davis already in my lineup if you listen to the uh, DFS picks pod but nice Mike play. Davis uh, and Atlanta I think they've led Atlanta's led up like 34 catches to the running back so far so and that was before they were banged up like they you watch that Green Bay game and again that's why I was all over Green Bay like they just have no cornerbacks and they even lost one in the middle of the game now they're on a short week it's certainly scary that the public is backing this Carolina team, yeah. but what's scarier I think is, is taking this Falcons team. They let up averaging. And again, shout out to Amunov helping with these, some of these stats, Love that Falcons, guy. 341 and a half passing yards per game, 13 touchdowns. This Carolina team dialed in. They're just going to eat and Atlanta. You just saw it. Like they're just kind of falling apart as a are team. They, are they going to eat? Is that are we confident that Carolina is going to eat? Yes, I'm very confident. I'm dialed in. I'm seeing the board. You are. I'm, That's I'm, why I'm asking. I'm red hot, ride. I'm I'm feeling great about where I'm at picking these games. And yeah, I mean, I feel really strong about Carolina. The only thing that would scare me off is kind of that late movement and the fact that the public is finally figuring out how bad Atlanta is. But again, Atlanta's on a short week and they're still really bad. And and I just don't see like maybe if Atlanta fired their coach. And we heard about some news of them hating the coach. Then maybe that changes my position on uh, taking Atlanta at home. But Atlanta can't can't be favored. Like they they figure out ways to lose. Their defense is horrific, and that at and you know they should have been able to put up more points against Green Bay. Clearly, even the offense, which was carrying them, carrying them even though they were zero and four, they're out of sync. See, the problem is I'm at I'm at a point in the season where uh, I'm gonna start to. I think that a team that starts just way different than we thought, and especially around, I don't trust Carolina's ability to to do. The, I'm taking Atlanta. I don't have good reasoning for it. I, I was, feel, I mean, but to be fair, I was high on the Carolina team coming into the season, so they weren't. Uh, yeah, that so different. I, well, so may, maybe maybe my opinion of them is wrong, but I I I think it it's either Quinn needs to get fired. To your point, and and he doesn't have the team, which he lost the team a while ago. Very likely is the, I mean, is the case. He went. He started last season two and six. And my big talking point, and while I was down on Atlanta, is they were more like that two and six team. That kind of back end five and one run was pretty fraudulent. No, and that I, was kind of my that was kind of my angle coming into the season. I'm gonna. This is the last time I'm taking Atlanta. All right. I I, I don't believe that Carolina is a good team. <laughs> They're not good, but. This I mean, should be a three point spread. You don't have to be good to be able to beat this Falcons team. I mean, the Cowboys beat them. That's true. But the, the Cowboys can do a couple things okay. The Las Vegas Raiders. I had the Falcons. I'm just bringing it up. I had the Falcons going 5 and 11 this year. What did I have? 8 and 8. Okay. Still time. I don't like that prediction. The, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs coming off Monday Night Football. The line is 13, Sean, minus 850 on the money line. Raiders plus 575, 56 and a half is the total. We uh, got to get our shit going, man. That's a just a massive number. It's a massive number. I'm uh, I'm going to kick things off. Give me the Chiefs. I mean, are they just in a can't fade them right now? They well, they kind of had a tough matchup last week. Yeah, and and kudos to Bill Belichick. Do they get loose against this defense? Is that the angle? Oh yeah. I mean, and again, this yeah. Raiders offensive line is falling apart. So what will happen is uh, the chiefs will get out to an early lead. They, the Raiders won't be able to use Josh Jacobs. They'll double Darren, a Waller and Derek Carr will, you know, 
check it down, throw for a high percentage, but so you, just not be involved in the game at all. You don't have concerns about the the just giant numbers. They're gonna score a couple points. Vegas? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know about that. I mean, especially if Chris Jones, if he ends up playing against that banged up um Oakland line and Chiefs are at home. I think if you listen to the post game stuff with Mahomes, he was clearly frustrated yeah. uh, with their performance at New England. I, 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 I think I, it's a huge bounce back spot for them. I, I don't think anyone in Las Vegas can slow. I mean, they got carved up by the Bills at home, and uh, I just don't see why they don't get carved up by Kansas City. I think they will get carved up. I, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I I saw things in that game against a pretty bad New England team. That are concerning if I'm looking to lay 13 points, but I'm not taking John Gruden, and I'm not. I'm certainly not in this spot because I think what your 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 big takeaway from that Kansas City New England game was I want to get on both of these teams next week because they both looked irritated and pissed off, and they looked like they're going to be taken out on someone next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, anything else you want to say about Kansas City? No, but I I I don't I, think there's much more of the handicap here other than sure if if Derek Carr backdoors us, okay. I should have seen it coming. My I don't. Bad. I don't think he will. And and Mahomes has dominated the Raiders four and zero against them. Eleven touchdowns, one interception. I I just think he's got their number on top of just a horrible matchup for the Raiders. Do you do you have the money numbers on this one? No. Let me. Are is it possible that the Raiders become like a a, a square sharp play this week? Well, and I wouldn't be surprised because Vegas be locals. Are probably pushing, you know, they'll they'll probably talk themselves into Derek Carr. Oh, he isn't throwing an interception all season. Yeah, when it you is eighty percent of the tickets, sixty percent of the money. Yeah, so. when you don't throw uh, into tight windows and really try and put the ball downfield, it's easy to not throw interceptions. Love it, fucking love that. I love that. I looked that up, Sean. All right, let's move on. This game got flexed out to the late spot, I guess. Denver coming off the. Thursday night, long rest, nice win. They're heading to New England to take on the Patriots. Not uh this was a game that not many lines out there in the universe right now, but we're going with New England minus 8. Sean, uh I'm sure again, I I watched I've never seen Belichick that emotionally irritated in a football game last week, and I think he now gets the opportunity to go against a quarterback who is just getting their white belt. And, yeah. and it's just, we've seen what Belichick does to good rookies, uh, let alone whatever Denver is going to be thrown out. Well, I, I do think it's a bounce back spot for new England and their defense, even though now uh, Gilmore tested positive for COVID-19, who knows pending more tests. Maybe this gets moved. It, you know, again, who knows what the hell actually happens. I like your angle on that. However, however, I, I'm going to take uh, the Broncos plus eight. I saw What's enough. Wrong? I saw enough out of Rippin. Um, no. and, and to me, against the Jets. Well, no, no. I mean, okay. I'm watching the guy throw the football. Check Again, Ryan, you were betting on the Jets. Yeah. So, as a guy who did, no, no. Bet, Rippin looked good. I, I'm not going to take anything away from what he looked. I'm not. He looks he, like a guy who's able to cover eight calling, points. I'm just saying he was playing the Jets. Not yeah. Bill Belichick. And now they have a nice rest disparity. Fangio is going to be dialed in. And if you saw, I mean, that New England offense without Cam Newton, and it seems like it's extremely unlikely that Cam Newton will play, that the offense is completely lost. I mean, we saw Sim Hoyer citing 
We saw crazy sloppy turnovers. Yep. I even Stidham, like maybe he's better. No, give Stidham the practice for the week. I I like that angle. But I I think Rippin will backdoor this with the Broncos at eight. Eight is too high for either Brian Hoyer or Stidham with how sloppy this offense is. And now with no Gilmore, no, maybe you're right. I, I think they have some opportunities. I I made this selection before the lines even came out. Well, I, and I watched uh, that game, and I'm no way I'm I'm taking Denver next week. Bill Belichick off a loss is an amazing trend. To me, if it's over seven though with Hoyer or Stidham. It's just I can't do it. Give me the Broncos. Broncos three and one against the spread. Yeah, they. I mean, they're. I they're, don't know. They're they they're an enigma team for sure. Next up, back to the early window, 10 a.m. on the West Coast. The Los Angeles Rams head to the nation's capital to take on the football team, Sean. Where the football team will be starting Kyle Allen. Is that yeah. an accurate statement? How about that? Why not go Alex? You, you got to go Kyle Allen for like a game before you just swap in Smith. Well, also, I mean, I've always thought Dwayne Haskins sucks, but 13 games, he started 13 games and they're already kind of moving aside from like, I, I don't know. Not I, my guy, I, I think you, Not my guy. yeah. I mean, it's for Haskins sake, it's really worst case scenario, but like if you're a manager, don't you step in and be like, Hey guys, we kind of suck. Let's at least see what we have with Haskins. Yeah, he was never going to be good. So maybe best case scenario, he got drafted in the first round of the national football league, Sean, they're seven and a half point home dogs plus 300 on the money line Rams minus three sixty. Forty five is the total boy. Uh, Chase young. Any, any update there? Mr. Yeah, I was Injury trying, man. I was trying to see if chase Young's going to play uh, latest. I saw it, it, I don't know. Do you see if he's practicing or not? I haven't seen anything that says he's going to play, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you have to take the Rams here. I think people are going to be scared off a little bit by that Rams game against the Giants, and certainly a little bit worrisome. Their their travel schedule has been kind of crazy. Flew out to Buffalo, back to L.A., now back out to uh, D.C. for this yeah. game. That being said, Kyle Allen, watching him, he was really bad, and uh, I think he's going to come in cold. He's going to turn the ball over. And I, I think there is a chance Higby gets going a little bit against this Redskins defense. That's not good against the tight end. I mean, again, if Alex Smith gets into the game, that changes everything for me. This is a Kyle Allen handicap and the Rams. Will he be active? Well, yes, to. he's uh, Alex Smith is the second string quarterback. Um, I, I think Dwayne Haskins is not going to be active. Dwayne Haskins wasn't even taking snaps in uh, practice. So like they have all their three other quarterbacks. He's not even taking snaps, which wow. is kind of insane. But um, if Alex Smith makes it in, I, I think that's where things get interesting. And if he somehow returns to some decent form, look out for the Redskins uh, down the down the line as the season goes on. But um, the Rams, I, I think, will get up for this game. But I kind of thought the same thing for that Giants game. Maybe they sleepwalk through that one. They seem like a team that plays down to their competition. Which is scary, lane seven and a half. But I think they're just putting that half point to scare you away. This uh, this with, football team, I think, needs more than seven for me to pick them. Well, with, with without the uh, the crowd, I, I get sleepwalking at home in Los Angeles. Yeah, it, it makes a little bit more sense. They're going to be on the road. They'll be a little bit more focused. And you're telling me Kyle Allen is worth two points upgrade over Dwayne Haskins on the look ahead. I don't know if anything else material changed. And I think you have a Rams team that although they got the win, uh, I'm sure they weren't too happy about Ramsey, the fights, 
the fact that they only beat the Giants by eight points felt felt like a loss. The offense looked like shit. Well, and Jalen so, Ramsey, we we didn't talk about it yet, but that um, the whole backstory came out. Apparently, Golden Tate, uh, Jalen Ramsey had uh, two kids with Golden Tate's sister, and uh, I guess she was actually pregnant when Ramsey left her for a Vegas dancer. So Tate was going at it with Ramsey. Who signed you on, Sean? Well, I mean, if someone had two kids with my sister and then she's pregnant and left her for a stripper, I'm sure there would be some sort of conversation to be be had there. But Ramsey is kind of crazy in that he was waiting for Golden Tate at the Giants locker room, like after the game. Like to do what, bro? What are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm just. I mean, uh, apparently fight him. But if you're Jalen Ramsey, like grown men, what are you gonna fight for? What's wrong with that's you? what grown men do, no, right? I'm just saying, like, what do you think? Like, you know, wait out, wait out by the fucking bike lockers, like with the, the bike racks. Come on, yeah. I mean, they're not the most mature individuals. I think I don't know why Ramsey's trying to. If I was in Ramsey, I fucking dumbass is trying to throw punches with helmets on. I mean, that's yeah, the, that's the ultimate idiocracy. No, they're not the they're anyway, not the brightest individuals. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, that's Chat? all I got. That yeah, that, that that's perhaps uh, showing a little of that all rise spirit, Golden Tate. No, and uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm also on the Rams. I I don't I don't understand going to Kyle Allen. No, I I maybe they just maybe familiarity. It's, yeah, it must be he knows the system that they're bringing over from Carolina with Ryan like, Rivera. I don't like. Just they like the they guy, like Kyle Allen, but he's like, oh yeah, I don't he, see it. He was here last year. Let's have him do it. Next up, Jacksonville, the Jaguars. Minshew, our guy, he's heading to Houston to take on the Bill O'Brienless Houston Texans. Texans are minus six, Sean, minus two seventy five on the money line. Jags plus two thirty five. Fifty four is the total. <sighs> Bill O'Brien. R.I.P. Bill O'Brien. I, I when I had a good conversation with ownership. (laughs) When I heard Uh, this, really, really nice conversation. What a pleasant conversation. (laughs) Why are you having a press conference after you're fired? Yeah. What's up with that? Also, what are you going to say? Like, hey, yeah, I sucked. Um, I'm leaving here. It's like an exit interview. What is there to say? There's nothing. Just you're fired. Go home. (laughs) It's funny. They did post like you've been here way too long. Please leave. Someone posted an article. uh, Bill O'Brien not worried for his job. Like literally, it posted five minutes before the news broke that he got fired. (laughs) And when I heard this news, I was like, you know, normally I would like to take that team, yeah. but I haven't heard any negative stuff about players really hating um, or hating Bill O'Brien and getting into it. And then, of course, you know, hours later, JJ Watt apparently was getting the screaming matches with Bill O'Brien to the point that uh, I guess he got into his face and was like calling out his coaching ability. They basically got a uh, a player's revolt. To uh, take out Bill O'Brien, kind of led by JJ Watt, who seems like not a guy that kind of gets those kind of things going normally. So I'm all over Houston minus six all day. This is a great hey, fuck you this to the coach. S- scary public spot. Is this a, is this a public spot? It's gonna be because everyone's gonna think the same. I I would imagine even your even your non sharps like ourselves, Sean, might might think that Bill O'Brien was a bad influence on the team. I would think, yeah, and I and I think um, we've seen how bad this Jags defense is. They continue to be uh, banged up. DJ Hayden, he's going to be out. Like they're just in trouble on the defensive side of the ball. Joe Burrow picked them apart. Now they got another road game. 
I, I think uh, they may be able to do some stuff on offense, but I think this is Deshaun Watson's yeah. like breakout game. He has a huge game. JJ Watt gets involved. They get some turnovers. Love me some Houston minus six. I mean, the fact that we get it short of a touchdown is nice. Although we are talking about laying six points with a team that just fired their coach because they were zero and four. But, but I'm, all, I, I'm I, all about buying the regression here. I think to your point, JJ Watt, not the kind of guy who's going to step out of line. There was a reason he stepped. Out. I mean, I'm sure this started when they just shipped the DeAndre Hopkins out of town for a bad contract. I, I don't don't give me the excuse that like he. I don't know if you saw this interview with Bill O'Brien where he tried to explain the fact that like trying to trying to deal with DeAndre Hopkins situation was hard because he wanted a big extension. And so he couldn't even talk to that many teams because he needed to find a team with a rookie quarterback or a quarterback on a rookie deal. And it's like, no dummy. You just don't trade DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Like you were starting with the broken premise. I, I think if there's a, a sure thing this week, we were kind of, we hadn't really discussed the survivor pool, Sean, but there, if there's like a, a contrarian angle mm. to be had this week, it's to take this Houston team because I absolutely, they, they win this game to show bill O'Brien. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter who they're, they're not winning one for the new coach. They're winning one. Cause the old coach was a fucking asshole. Yeah, no, it, it it's clearly an F you. I think they like Romeo Cornell. He's like kind of a player coach guy. And I think you, you take Houston this week and I don't even know who they have next week, but that's when it really falls apart. All the holes in the roster and At how Tennessee? bad they are. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see if <laughs> they might be getting a forfeited win there. Yeah, we'll see, but I'm going Houston minus six. That's uh, easy. Money. That'd be a hilarious turn. It just the Titans are just forfeiting every game alert. I'm on a lot of chalk. I didn't think this was going to happen. Damn it. Next up, Sean, we have Buffalo at Tennessee coming off the bye week. <laughs> Buffalo, uh, this line isn't out anywhere. We're gonna we're wait. What do you mean coming off? Oh, Tennessee's by coming Tennessee's off. Tennessee's coming week. off the bye week. Buffalo, we're gonna go with a spread of one. Uh, I don't think you can find this in the wild right now. It sounds a, a lot like they're they're just t- Tennessee. Maybe gonna get in trouble. Well, but now now the latest has said that maybe those last couple tests that came out positive, they may not. Uh, they may, they're not officially positive yet. So maybe there's a world where this game gets played. What's where it gets wonky is Buffalo has a Thursday game. So the idea of moving it to Monday uh, isn't really a possibility. And the NFL has been throwing around the forfeiture uh, angle for the Titans. And Derek even pointed out uh, if you're playing in some of these contests, obviously check your rules because yeah. for the circa, if you pick a team and they win by forfeit, it counts as a win. I like I like Buffalo regardless. I I just think this Tennessee defense is just so suspect. And now Tennessee, I mean Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, like they're gonna have no one to throw the ball to. I, I think with all those pass catchers limited, if the game's played, Buffalo I think will be able to just load the box against Derrick Henry. Uh, this has to do something to the team spirit and losing twenty guys and all these coaches. Like it just has to play an impact. Buffalo I think at any price. So give me Buffalo. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know how. You, I mean, Tennessee is at some point. Tennessee, we're going to be talking about how Tennessee is now like having a full month off of football. And that when can they go back to the facilities? How does this work? I don't know. I I just uh, I don't know if we can ever take Tennessee again. Maybe they should just cancel Tennessee, <laughs> sacrifice Tennessee. Anyone uh, else who violates where becomes all the, the where Titans. Where are all these Titans fans now? They're it's so they're such an interesting team. Three and zero straight up. 
Oh, and three against the spread. This was a perfect time for them. I mean, again, gotta suck if you have Derrick Henry in fantasy. Oh yeah, because that could be it could be a while before he's back. So next up, Arizona heads to the New York Jets. Jets coming off long rest, plus seven and a half at home, plus two sixty five on the money line. Cardinals minus three twenty five, forty six and a half is the total. Cliff Kitchens, Sean. Yep, against Adam Gase. Uh, give me Cliff Kitchens. I mean, this, this jets team is historically bad. Now they're starting Joe Flacco. The is only better no, or worse than it's, Donald. it's worse. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Because the only thing the jets offense was able to do was um, related to Darnold's ability to move around in the pocket. So now you take that away. I, I think Joe Flacco is just not a mobile quarterback. He had a, he had like a crazy back surgery going on in the off season. Like, yeah. I don't know if he owes someone money, but like, why is he still in the league? It'd be one thing if he was just like hanging out completely healthy, but he, was, I don't think he thought he was going to be playing much. No, he was, he was just like, <laughs> I think he's like, shit, what the fuck I'm playing now. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think there's something very real about whatever Adam Gase is doing to this team and ownership and Again, um, it's I don't know. I don't know how he didn't get fired uh, after that loss to the Broncos because that was a historically bad loss. A- and again, what are these Jets players playing for? Like uh, they hate Gase. They're, I mean, their defensive coordinator, one of the worst in the league. It, it's it's really amazing how bad they are on both sides of the ball. I mean, Cliff Kitchens has some real issues on the defensive side of the ball, and I, I think is slowly getting exposed here a little bit, but. This is again a, a sweet get right game spot for the Cardinals. Yeah, give me the give me the Cardinals all day. I you could put this up anything like under thirteen. I'm on the Cardinals. I just I didn't think we were gonna get another opportunity to fade Joe Flacco. <laughs> here Remember, we are. Here we are. God damn it! All these favorites, Sean. Oh, what? here's where the dogs come to play. Philly, the Eagles. They head to Pittsburgh, coming off the bye week. Pittsburgh minus seven, minus three twenty-five on the money line. Well, Eagles. and real quick, I really do like Arizona back off back-to-back losses that Murray Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins could have fifteen catches in this game. I think. Yeah, I I think uh, this is a nice teaser spot too. Uh, Eagles plus two sixty-five, forty-six and a half is the total. I mean, I guess you're taking the Eagles. Yeah, why would I not? Are we? W- well, I would say this is they're they're going to a situation. Yeah, you're going to tell me why that San Francisco is similar to Pittsburgh. I'm not going to tell you that. No. Okay, then I I would say I, I I'll be I'll be impressed if Carson Wentz and this offense can get it done again against a, a defense on the caliber as Pittsburgh coming off the rest. You think the rest is good or bad early in the season? Well, I'll tell you what Ben Roethlisberger thinks about the rest. Quote: It's tough. Especially for someone like myself, who is just starting to get back into the flow of things, Roethlisberger said, "It's not easy, but you got to adjust. You got to adapt and do the best you can." He's already managing expectations. He's already creating excuses. Oh, wow. we saw how I he looked. See this coming. We saw how he looked rusty in that first half against the Giants, and I think we could see a rusty start here for Big Ben again. He had no, he had no off season, no OTAs. He missed practice this week, undisclosed. Also, uh, Juju, he was out with dealing with a knee injury. He's not practicing. Um, Deontay Johnson, he had a concussion, which now he cleared concussion protocol, but now he's not practicing because of a toe injury. I like Darius Slay. How are, the, how are the Eagles' injuries, though? 
They're horrific. Well, I, but I don't it know why you're going the injury route. Well, Ryan, because the the backups to the Eagles uh, were getting experience last week and were playing well in a primetime spot on the West Coast against a solid 49ers team. So I, I think I think the momentum they have, I think the fact that they are their um, their defensive line is dominating, leading the league in sacks, and I think the key matchup for me, Steelers right tackle uh, Okorafor, uh, Okafor. <laughs> I don't know how do you pronounce it. Ryan? I think it's Okafor, but. But there, but there's an R in there, so you, you ignore the R. Okay, maybe I, I I'll look at the name. I have no idea what okay. the name is. I Whatever just his name you is, mispronounced it. Well, that's probably fair, but <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me. I'd like to at least hear you attempt it. All right, all right. Orcafor, Okorafor. He's he's the weakness. He's the backup right tackle because uh, they lost their starting right tackle. And now he's gonna go up against Brandon Graham, who's been red hot. Oh, you mean? Do you mean Chukwuma Okorafor? Yes. Okay. Sorry, you were right. Okay, I was thinking of someone else named Okafor. Yeah, Jaleel Okafor. I, I think they're going to get a ton of pressure on him, and Big Ben just has no ability to slide, move around in the pocket. I, I it, they're going to be in trouble. This is going to be, um, shit, you not an ugly game. This is going to be again. I think the team that wins this game isn't going to have thirty points. Total seemed a bit high. What's the total at? Forty six and a half. Yeah, I would I would definitely go under there. I think again, I like Darius Slay against Juju uh, on that knee injury, and I like the ability of the Eagles to generate pressure on the other side. Yeah, certainly it it could be scary uh, with uh, Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt on the other side. But to that point, Carson Wentz he's finally playing a little bit better, and why is that? Because he's scrambling, hundred yeah. yards rushing the past two games. I think that is the difference. His ability to move around, pick up first downs, got a little bit of momentum with my boy Fulgham from ODU. No one's still believing in this team. It's great. They're they're an underdog once again. Yep. Coming off a team who's ice cold from not playing. Again, they didn't want that early bye week. They were finally getting a little bit of a rhythm. Love the Eagles plus seven here. Yeah, I'll lay the points. Uh it's Oh, love it. Kramer on the other side. It's couldn't ask for anything more. I, I think Pittsburgh is going to be a little bit different than San Francisco. And I think I actually disagree. I think the, the freestyle aspect of the Steelers offense at time will just be a little bit different than what San Francisco threw at you. And on the flip side, I no, Pittsburgh, but, but I think this, I think the 49ers offensive line is actually better than the uh, Steelers. Yeah, offensive I, line. I just think Ben's willingness to chuck it around is going to cause problems for the Eagles back end. Meanwhile, I think on the defensive side, the Steelers defense is just going to cause havoc with that Eagles front and sure. Maybe Carson Wentz is rushing for a lot of yards in this game, but I also think he's going to be hitting the turf. So yeah, I, I think it'll be an they just ugly game. No one, they, no one to threaten him. I think I would, I'm worried. I'm worried for Carson's health in this one. You're not worried. You were the one who wished him an ACL injury, Ryan. I'm, and that's I'm, I'm part of why it, your team's cursed. I'm worried it might happen again. Cincinnati heads to Baltimore, where Baltimore is a 13 point favorite, minus 900 on the money line, six to one for the Bengals. 51 is your total. Time to get, uh, time to get on the dog side of things, Sean. No, no, you're on the, you're on Cincinnati. Uh, how are you going to not take this 13 points with a three and one against the spread? I mean, they should be four and zero against the spread. The kicker no, fucked it up. I know. I I love uh, Cincinnati catching the big number here. It's a little worrisome that you're on the same side. Why is that, Sean? Well, I mean, little little bit of a coldness when it comes to the picks, Ryan. Oh, relax. I'm I'm red hot in the DFS. <laughs> red hot in the DFS. But the Bengals, they get one up. bad week. Relax. <laughs> Burrow 
to me, he looks amazing when they're sitting back in that prevent or running that two minute drill. And it, can't you just see them being down 10, being down 14 and him marching down the field, much like this to me has a similar game flow to the Browns Bengals game uh, that we saw on Thursday night where he backdoors it at the end, or I could even kind of see Cincinnati being in the mix here uh, for a little bit uh, against this Ravens. Team. I, what I was going to say is I, while I know Baltimore gets up for Cleveland for whatever reason, there there's a thing there. I don't, I think Baltimore, they, they don't, they don't need to be getting up for this game. And I think there's no way I'm, I'd be very, this is almost a lock to me. I I'd be very surprised if since he can't find a way to cover the points here, cause that they've looked, I mean, they have players on the offensive side of the ball and, and he's just good at, at running that late drive when the game maybe yeah, doesn't I mean, matter and, and getting points. Baltimore is good. They had their get right spot last week. I think they settled down a little bit. This to me was kind of like the final nail in the coffin for taking Cincinnati Lamar, not practicing today. Uh, he's got a knee thing. He's working through that. I mean, again, they'll probably shoot it up, but <laughs> gun to my head. I'm, t- I'm still taking Cincinnati plus the plus 13. That's yeah. just way too big. I like that for a division game for a, a kid who says he likes winning, winning is fun. Like the dude, I mean, Stogie Joe's a ton of confidence and that that's the kind of guy who's going to cover you a, uh, a 13 point spread. Hashtag Dejans only hit the wrong button there, but it's always <laughs> good to hear from the Dejans only. Maybe Joe Burrow is a uh, Dejans only can't speak to that. I mean, he was celebrated by lighting up a giant Stogie. That was pretty badass. You know what else would be badass? Operating your own sports book. That's right. Live the dream. Open up your own online sports book, and you can do it with the help of Ace Per Head. Go to acepred.com slash SGP. That's acepred.com slash SGP. Get you started today. Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Ace uh, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. They got top notch customer support, some of the best support in the business. Get you uh, going with an all impress, uh, all inclusive professional betting site. Yeah, and it's so easy. You don't need to set the lines. You don't need to grade the lines. They do all that heavy lifting for you. All you got to do sign up today. Use our link aceperhead.com slash SGP aceperhead.com slash S G P. Well, Sean, moving to the afternoon games. This is certainly uh, the thriller of the afternoon spots. The dolphins head to the West coast to take on the Niners. Niners are minus nine minus three sixty on the money line. Plus 300 for the dolphins. 47 is the total. Uh, Miami. I feel like Miami has to a little bit go in the same bucket as Jacksonville where they've been scrappy, but I want to like them more than they, they, they deserve. And now going cross country, taking on a Niners team who they just got their ass kicked by a team that I don't think they, they probably didn't expect to lose that game. So I like this spot as a get right spot. Again, laying a lot of points this week. Uh, if you, if you add up my cumulative points that I'm laying this week, it's, it's gotta, it, we're, we're gotta be nearing the chalkiest of chalky, but I, I, I don't see myself finding, uh, you know, I almost want this to be the game. Maybe two, maybe it's two a time. Maybe this is the last Fitzpatrick game because I think this is a bad spot and they're going to struggle to slow down the running game. Mostert is on his way maybe. Um, and I think on the flip side, 
this is the kind of game where we see Fitzpatrick throw four interceptions. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't. Uh, he lost a little bit of that magic. Can't can't do the backdoor angle in this one. I think is probably why I'm scared off of Fitzmagic, and I'm going to lay the points. To me, I I just think San Francisco is going to have trouble putting up a ton of points on this uh, Miami defense that is kind of. They've had some moments where oh, they've no. been kind of physical. They they did a decent job. Now, granted, they were at home, but they did a decent job uh, against Seattle and. You know, Fitzmagic, he's still he's still willing uh, to run the ball, and to me, <laughs> he's more than willing. Yeah, that guy puts his head down. I now, love that guy. Jimmy G coming off an injury, um, he's coming off an injury. I I I, I don't know. That seems just John, like I, I just want to caution you because I, I know you're I, you're you've been locked in. You're yes. feeling good. Yep. Miami thirty first in DVOA, twenty uh, eighth against the pass, thirty first against the run. I. I Sounds like some bullshit stat stuff that doesn't matter to me, Ryan. I don't want Miami. you to be lured in by Miami. Miami. Oh, Kittle's coming off a historic game, and I, I don't think yeah, he's going to put gonna up those another. numbers again. And Miami quietly pretty good against the tight end. Only let up 152 yards and one touchdown against tight ends this season. This Miami team, they have a lot of pride. Devontae Parker uh, goes out and and consistently performs. I, I like Miami to cover this spread. I may even sprinkle a little bit on this money. No, 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 no. This this could be our survivor pick this week. No, no, no. I think Miami has a chance to win outright. Stop it! What? You're you're lured in by the beard. You're lured in by those sweet, sweet Tommy Bahama shirts. You're you're lured in by some things that aren't about playing uh, football, John. Which is the most important part of the national. I mean, they they moved up and down the field uh, against the Seattle team. Seattle has a historically bad defense. Historically bad. Uh, I I Sean, think they're going to hang with the 49ers. Every week, there's a game I try to talk you out of, and sometimes you listen, sometimes you don't. I, I think you're overthinking this one, but we can review this next week. We can sure have, we can have a, a post mortem. We can talk about what went wrong. Next up, my New York Giants. They had to Big D to take on Dak, Rain, and the Cowboys. The Savior McCarthy. He's not saving anything. This is a ten pointer. Sean, double digits. How are the Cowboys laying double digits? Minus four thirty on the money line, plus three thirty-five for the Giants. Fifty-four is the total. Sean, I had a dream last night. Yep. Aaron Judge came to me and he said, "Listen, buddy, I hear you've been saying all rise for the <laughs> wrong guy, and now you're backing off of it. If you're gonna re reuse and recycle my awesome." My my awesome saying as I a New York Yankee play for a championship in the playoffs. Oh, you're watching baseball now. It's gotten this bad. I'm wearing my Yankees uh, outfit and everything, Sean. Well, he came to me and said, "He's don't back down. Do not back that. Joe Judge is part of the the court, and we will rise." So I I say, "All rise, live dog." The Giants. They're gonna. Here's my. The Giants will threaten to score as many points as they've scored all season. What? Uh, what's their highest? Forty-seven. They've had total, total forty-seven oh, combined. Combined. Okay. What they is their? Was their highest game total? Well, I, it doesn't matter. Probably you know, fourteen, maybe. They're gonna <laughs> score. They're gonna threaten to score forty-seven points against the Dallas Cowboys. Wow, that sounds like one of our Freeman's only prop bets. You want to have some fun. Uh, Darius Slayton and the DJs only prop bets, but back to the game. They have not scored more than 16 points. And again, they're going backwards 16, 13, yes. 9, 9. Okay. Will they hit double digits? I think that's a fun prop bet for this game. 
I'm telling you, they're going to threaten to score <laughs> as many points as they've scored all season against this Dallas defense that is complete trash. Meanwhile, the Giants defense continues to play sans that Niners game where something weird happened. Not sure what that was. <laughs> the defense has been playing. They will play enough in this one. And I'm telling you, the offense is going to get the, it, the, what do we say? Can you play the uh, the cooking music, please? Because Danny Dimes, what's it what's it sound like to cook dimes? Because he's gonna be cooking. How do you lay ten points with the Cowboys? I mean, it was cute that I was able to give you a justification as to why the Giants are the pick here, but yeah, really, how are you laying ten points with this Cowboys team? The Cowboys are giving up 172 yards per game on the ground. Uh, honestly, it feels m- like more. It it feels like they're letting up. Way more than I, that. Have they led for more than a couple minutes in games all year? I, I think I think uh, four minutes throughout the entire season. Four minutes, something crazy like ten that. Ten points, four minutes, ten points in a rivalry. Game. And, and I know it's all on the on the Dallas side of the ball, but they, I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, but they've they've not been great with turnovers. They've they've been wrong. pretty sloppy when it comes to turnovers. And uh, I and if you watch that Browns game. Dak threw a number of interceptable balls that like Brown's receivers got both hands on their ball. I'm like, fucking catch that ball. And they couldn't pull it down. I think he's due for a two turnover plus game. I think the giants do hang with the Cowboys. I'm riding uh, with you, Ryan giants plus 10. And it's what do you wi- think is more likely the giants offense gets right against that bad defense. And the, and the giants defense just keeps playing well as they have, and they slow down the Cowboys or the Cowboys suddenly start pl- looking good on defense. It's going to be an ugly sloppy game. And if anything, uh, Jason Garrett knows how to, uh, you know, knows uh, what to do to slow Dak down. I, I think there might be a little something there. And I wouldn't be surprised. Also, Mike Thank McCarthy you for reminding me the, the I, revenge spot. I saw the press. Well, you mentioned it like nine times. The press conference I saw of Mike McCarthy. The mask does him a lot of favors. Mike McCarthy without a mask, it just looks like uh, a a um, like a just a beige jack o' lantern in oh. a in a ja- in like a windbreaker. His head is just so gigantic and the. The the chins are it just out of control. Like when you have a stuff sack for a sleeping bag that's too small, yes. and some of the sleeping <laughs> bag is spilling out of the top, he, he the mask does him a lot of favors because it it hides like two and a half chins behind him. So he's not. I mean, how are you? How are you around athletes? All yeah, the time? don't you want to just jog a little bit? You're hanging out watching guys lift weights. Throw up some fucking plates, pussy. Put up a couple plates. Andy. I don't get it. Indy heads to Cleveland, where the Browns are one and a half point home dogs, plus one hundred five on the money line, minus one twenty five for the Colts. Forty six is the total. Boy, with every week, this defense continues to play well, and we—I think at this point, it's safe to say this is a good defense, and this is a good defense on a team that I back to have the most wins in the National Football League and win off to a rough start losing to in Jacksonville but since then but that, but that did well for us cuz it helped with a survivor pick, yes. Sean. So, uh look, this is a spot where you're going to want the the spot says take Cleveland. But I What? The spot says take How Cleveland so? because Indy's on a second road game. It's back-to-back road game, not a good spot for Indy, but Indy if they're going to play this kind of defense every week and now they have a quarterback that may be slightly more competent than Brissett, and they have a running game that's working. 
I'm interested to see how they do against the Cleveland Browns. I think they're fortunate to not see Chubb lining up across from them. They will be tested here, maybe a bit more than they have been in the past couple of weeks, for sure. Uh, but I'm not going to get cute and take the Cleveland Browns. I think this defense turns Baker Mayfield over multiple times, and maybe, maybe some of the shine starts to wash off of this Browns team. Well, I mean, it, you mentioned spot Ryan, and and to me, you don't think it's a bad spot for Indy. Well, I was going to finish my sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's a it's an amazing spot for Indy. They're playing the Cleveland Browns okay. after they've won three games in a row. <laughs> they've one. won three games in a row, and now you get to play the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Google. Brown's three game win streak. You know what comes up? An article from 2012 saying it hasn't happened in so long. The elusive three game win streak. I mean, really, just it doesn't happen. They're not going to get to that fourth game. Their 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 price is crazy inflated because they played the Cowboys. Okay, and they tried to give that game away. Uh, this is a great spot. Yeah, I'm looking at. There's a Reddit post. The Browns are in a three-game winning streak, first since 2009, and that was 2012. Oh, no, you're right. From that perspective, it's a good spot. It's a great spot a for the spot. Colts, and they can. They I can don't f- love a team on a back-to-back road spot. I don't love that. But okay. this team, I, I'm with you. I'm on your side. I'm just pointing it out for the audience so they can sound smart with their friends. Colts have only been allowing 159.3 uh, yards per game, which is insane. Now they're yeah. they're without Chubb. I mean, Hunt and uh, Johnson will be able to do a little bit, but this Colts defense is tough. And how I, does I, one backfield have a Chubb, a Cunt, and a Johnson? What? Oh, wait, it's Hunt. I'm Kareem Hunt. Oh, okay. There you go. Little see, Cunt see, sound. See the, okay. <laughs> they're they're all phallic. John. I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the Colts though. I love this spot for the Colts. Wow. Okay. I like how you went out of your way to point out how you like the spot, not just the side, but Sean, of course I don't play teams. I play numbers. Yeah. It's a great number too. Well, now you're just copying me Sunday night football. The Minnesota Vikings head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Russ will be cooking because he gets to go against Kirk cousins and prime time Seahawks minus seven. Don't get this at all. Minus three twenty-five on the money line, Minnesota plus two sixty-five. Fifty-seven and a half is the total. If you're playing a showdown lineup or you're playing a primetime lineup, got to get some of those uh, receivers from this game in your lineup. Yeah, I mean, who would you who would you stack? Because Thielen and Justin Jefferson have actually been playing really well, racking up a bunch of points and yards. Tyler Lockett coming off a kind of down game uh, against Miami, but him and DK Metcalf, you expect to go off against this Vikings defense as well. I would probably start. Uh, I would probably go two uh, two Vikings receivers, Russ plus a running back and DK Metcalf. That's how I would play it. Uh, I, I think that this is insane that it's only seven. Yeah. I, I think Minnesota is going to score a bunch of points, but I also think that Russ is going to fucking cook. And while we can we can tell you Unlimited. all the reasons. We can tell you all the reasons why it might not be smart to lay a touchdown with a team with a historically bad defense. It doesn't matter because here's what's going to happen. We're going to back Russell Wilson until the wheels fall off. Yeah. Him and Buffalo are just on autoplay till we see otherwise. I mean, it, we had a white knuckle a little bit in Miami, but still this Seahawks team is, they just, he, he just keeps pulling it out of his ass. And then we haven't even hit on the, the Kirk cousins, primetime stats, two and seven in primetime, <laughs> two, six and one against the spread. And he's coming off uh, a road win in primetime against the Cowboys last year. 
perfect fade opportunity for uh, cousins here. <laughs> He's coming off a primetime win. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm shocked. I, why did, all right. So here's the question. Yeah. The look ahead was nine and a half. Why has it gone down? Why is it coming down? Because I mean, Minnesota I guess maybe they looked, points? maybe they looked human against, uh, against Miami. And maybe people thought Minnesota looked great. I mean, they, they beat Houston, but they also look super flawed defensively still. So I, I didn't really change my thoughts on Minnesota. I mean, I'm slowly upgrading their offense as they kind of figure it out, but it's tough to see in hindsight. It was the let's take bill O'Brien out to the farm game. That's yeah. why they won the game. So I absolutely love uh, see. I, I love the spot, the number and the team Seattle, Sean. It's a good, it's all winning. of them. I like all of them. Ka-ching, ka-ching. The Los Angeles Chargers. They head to New Orleans, Sean, for Monday Night Football. New Orleans minus seven and a half, minus three sixty on the money line. The Chargers plus two ninety fifty is the total. Man, I, I've I've not been a hundred percent on top of New Orleans this year. I, I feel like I'm not picking New Orleans well. Yeah, and I keep missing on it. My instincts tell me to take New Orleans. Which tells me maybe I should be looking to the other side. Uh, this is they have to do well here, right? I, I don't get I don't get this. I, New I Orleans? I don't get this line. It's I thought it would be bigger. And and the <laughs> fact that it's not bigger is concerning to me. Yeah, and I like what I've seen out of this Chargers team when it comes to Herbert. Of course, uh had a big game in yeah. Tampa Bay. Good spot for him, throwing the rock. Back to back road game. New Orleans, um still still dealing with some injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But to me, this New Orleans offense is just going to go up and down the field against this Chargers defense that still doesn't have Chris Harris Jr., still doesn't have Melvin Ingram. I mean, Derwin James, again, out for the season. Now you're giving uh, Drew Brees at home in the dome. Michael Thomas will be back. They finally got the other receivers going. Yeah. I think that'll help their confidence. Alvin Kamara is just a cheat code. Like he put up 20 fantasy points and didn't even have like an amazing game against the lions. They were down 14 points. Didn't flinch still covered uh, his, his floor. Is so high. And now, now with the chargers, you're taking away Eckler, um, you know, it's his first game on like a big stage. I, I think this is where maybe Herbert, we see a couple of those uh, and he still has those once or twice a game, those rookie moments. I think instead of one or two, we have three or four yeah. rookie moments and you know, he did a great job of staying in the, in the pocket and getting hit and still getting rid of the ball. But also you're kind of playing with fire. Like he did get hit a bunch, the offensive line, letting up a ton of pressure and you've lost Eckler, which is just like an amazing safety blanket for their offense. Yeah, And I think we both commented that Justin Jackson looked a little sluggish. Uh, Kelly is interesting, but I, I, I worry, I worry about what the, I think this team's going to be able to move the ball a little bit, but I don't think they can keep up with breeze. Yeah. The spread is just going to turn into a track meet. And and I'll I'll come back to it because I I went against my instincts with Indy, but the back-to-back road spot for the Chargers, another thing to be to be cognizant of. So I'm going to lay the points with you, Sean. Uh I I took a total of 3 dogs this week. 3. Wow. 3. How Danger. Many you, how Danger. Many how many did I pick? A couple extra. Giants, Dolphins, Bengals, six. Eagles. Yeah, 6. Chicago, Carolina, Denver, well, the Miami line. We'll see. We'll see what the you're just off on that one. Okay. I, I still look. took a dog. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Time for the lock dog tease presented by my bookie Use that promo code SGP 20 
for a $20 free bet on a $45 deposit. Perfect way to just dip your toe in the gambling water. Maybe you throw it on a little parlay, a little player prop, give you a little, little action for the Thursday night, the Sunday night, the Monday night. Action. Maybe we'll see a Tuesday night. Who knows? NFL's wild this year. I'm loving it. Kramer, what are you doing? Lock. <laughs> Throw out your lock. I'm leaning Sean's, into COVID. Sean's just leaning into making lemonade out of this. Well, what are we supposed to games? do? No, I, I'm I'm fine with it. I just I mean, I, we have you have a four TV setup. We have three games going, and then the red zone. And I feel like I'm missing action. Yeah. If they if they slowly weed out one or two games and put on a bonus week, I, that's awesome by me. I'm not complaining. Am I going first? As always. Do I always go? Should we Should we avoid locking up the Bills this week? Well, it's just a fucked up spot. Yeah, because I don't think. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. Although, if if they are on the circuit card, I think we do play them because if Tennessee ends up forfeiting, we get that W. But I, I think for the sake of the podcast, pick a, a lock not in danger as of right now. Not in danger. Why? Give me the Seattle Seahawks, baby. All right. I don't. I don't see. I mean, even if this wasn't Russ, we would be fading Kirk Cousins in this spot. Yeah. Uh, n- next up. My dog, not a lot of dog opportunities for me. Uh, so I'm gonna try to be realistic. Give me the Bears mm. to win that one outright. Okay, plus one sixty. It's a good spot Doesn't for Chicago. Seem crazy. And in what is gonna be just a week of weeks for teasers. Last week the Eagles completely fucked me, so I'm not putting the Steelers in. Give me the uh, Seattle Seahawks down to one. The Saints down to one and a half. Wow, you're putting the Seahawks as your lock and your tease. Okay. Saints minus. Oh, you know one what? You're right. You're right. I shouldn't do that. Let's take it out. New Orleans minus one and a half. Yep. L- give me New England minus two. Okay. Whatever that's going to be. And for the last leg of my teaser, give me the Cardinals minus one and a half. Arizona G- minus one and a half. Got it. Oh, for my lock. Feels like old times. Give me the Indianapolis Colts minus one and a half. Hmm. For my dog. Give me Miami plus three hundred, no. purely out of spite. Oh my god! Ryan talking a bunch of shit. It's the survive. That's our survivor pick this week. I mean, what are you doing? Seattle down to minus one. What are you doing? Uh, what else do I really like? Uh, I, oh, Houston pick. Oh, I like that one. And then, um, uh, Kansas City. Do I do Kansas City minus seven? I could do. Uh, let's do Rams minus one and a half. I think they you're shopping for eggs. I think they uh they figure that out. Just take the 18 organic, bro. All right, let's do our survivor pick, Ryan. What do you got? San Francisco. I think you're you're crazy. I I do we take Seattle here against against Kirk Cousins and if and just realize that if we lose on Kirk Cousins, we live to see another day. Do we say fuck it and just take uh, Arizona on the road against the Jets? I like Houston at home. I'm worried that's a, a hair cute, but I think that might be the play. Do we burn the Chiefs? Where's your th- Where's your head at? Well, if you don't like, if you're telling me no, we're not taking my we're not taking San Francisco. I don't like that. I hundred percent veto it. Then I would say the the pivot. I I, it's either Seattle. Or or. We we kind of joked about this early in the season. Arizona, uh, I mean, I have them penciled in later in the season, week nine, as they host Miami. But if you, uh, we talked about fading the Jets, Sean. We talked about why don't we just fade this fucking Jets shit show? 
Uh, we could take Kyler this road yeah. spot, a little dangerous. Yeah, danger, maybe danger. maybe Joe Flacco pulls something out of his ass. Then the other pivot would just be Houston. Houston's Houston's interesting. Who I didn't actually in in the map I made. He, we didn't. Well, pick we Houston. didn't know the Bill O'Brien angle. Now I, I don't know Seattle. What are, what are the good spots you have? Seattle down the stretch. Uh, we have them. At home, uh, Giants week thirteen, Jets week fourteen at home, and wow. at Washington weeks fifteen. So, not the worst team to have. But in I, your I back would say, pocket. I this would is s- in a weird way. This is a scarier spot for C. I mean, I know Kirk Cousins on prime time. To me, that I think it's easier to overlook some of those bad teams and maybe sleepwalk later on. Where now Sunday night prime time, I, I just don't see them laying an egg. You want to go Seattle? Yeah, because they're at home. I mean, Arizona, I kind of like, but the Jets, I don't know. Yeah, let's just say Seattle, right? We've burned Buffalo. I just want to point this out. Well, this means we burned Buffalo week one, Green Bay week two, Indy week three, Rams week four. So we burned Seattle. I mean, we're it's fine. We'll we'll have to pivot week uh, thirteen. It's a good there, problem there, to have. Some other other uh, opportunities, so not a big deal. Do uh, yeah, Seattle. They win this game. Why do we? Why do we overthinking this? Right. Let's do it. Okay, for the Capper Cup, throw in Seattle. Right. <laughs> Put them in the captain's chair. Why not? Are we gonna make them a double again? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Are we, yeah. If we're we, ever picking, we said this last week and the week before. Just we're betting on Russell Wilson. If we lose it, we lose it once. Yeah. We, at that point, we say. I mean, and perhaps it would be fitting that we push all the chips on the Russell Wilson <laughs> wagon, and they and they get they lose to the Vikings. But if, right. if we lose in prime time with Danger Russ, then so against be it, Kirk right? Cousins. Yeah. Then so be it. I mean. So be it. Okay, for our other stuff, I I think we throw Indy in there. Do we want to play Thursday? No, I I like Derek we strategy like, of both, staying away. We from both Thursday. like the Bengals. Yeah, I think this is kind of, and maybe it's maybe it's cute, but I feel like it's not too cute. And you're penciling in Indy, I take it. Yes. So we got Seattle minus seven, Indy minus a half, Cincy plus thirteen, Houston, Houston minus six. You know the formula, Sean. Yeah. Well, all right. So Mon- Monday's interesting this week. I, I don't not you know what? Let's not talk about that game. There's other games we can discuss. I I think uh we said no Thursday. I think we play Buffalo. Yeah. Well, we can't play it in the Capra Cup. That one's actually off the board in the Capra Cup. Maybe we get a line in Circa. All right. So, so Buffalo will put on the side if it's in the Circa, we will play it because they're going to have a rule where if Tennessee forfeits, you get the win. Yeah. And and I think we'd like And if we're not like Buffalo either, right? If it gets rescheduled, we get a half point. Yeah. Either way, that feels like a, a good spot. So then all right, so then the other games that we agree on, if we're taking those off their board, should we fade the Cowboys? We we have Oh god. I don't know if I can really back this Giants. Don't think team. about who they're playing. <laughs> I that's why I didn't say or should we back the Giants? All right, so let's not we'll cross that one off. Arizona minus I think seven Arizona or New Orleans. And also it's Or the Rams. Or you want to scratch that? No, I, I don't mind. I think it's between Rams. Arizona or New Orleans, and the more I think about it, the more I'm thinking New Orleans because they're at home and they got Michael Thomas back. What about uh, Kansas City? I mean, Kansas City's a division game; it's way bigger, uh, the spread. But I'm I'm fine if you're if you really like Kansas City. Of those, I'm fine with all of them. My lean is New Orleans, but I'm open to debate. What are you thinking for this last one? I just don't see New Orleans, or I don't see Chargers being able to keep up with New Orleans' offense. 
Michael Thomas back. They're just going to be humming. Had you faded Dallas every week, you would be four and zero. What? Do we, yeah, Jets zero and four, Houston zero and four, Dallas zero. I, I don't know. I, I I would I would actually say that we we both liked the Rams a lot when we were talking about it, and we kinda, yeah we kind of Kyle gra- Allen, we kind of grazed back by it. Um, I, I think that might be the play. All right, I'm down. Rams minus seven and a half, and it fits our formula of one dog and four favorites. That's that's what we've been given out on the circuit card, and uh, that's been. I just can't see how Kyle Allen's going to come in and things are going to just be better. Yeah, and uh, maybe this is a game the game uh, where the Rams kind of wake up and really get their offense going. Oh man, what a pod! What a good time! And uh, make sure you tune into the pregame show. Sunday on a Periscope. Just find it on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Then yes, we do sir. a recap show live on YouTube after the late game. YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Remember to get your picks in for the free roll football contest. Brought to you by Bet Spurts. What else do we have uh, to throw out here, Ryan? I think that's it. Follow I mean, you on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Kramer centric and get those uh, five star reviews in. If you want to join the, uh, if you want to try to take me down in DFS, probably, probably not something you want to do right now, but if you want to try <laughs> playing with fire, playing with fire, the big boy has some seats open. We're doing a 15 man top two get paid this week, a hundred dollar entry. So if you, if you're interested at gambling podcast, I believe I tweeted out or you know, you get access to all this type of information, sports gambling slash slack. Yeah. Join join the inner circle. Mix it up. Sean gives out all sorts of stupid props in there. Behind the scenes, doing a little bonus stuff. And uh yeah, it's great. Especially if you're a golf guy, NBA guy, NFL. It's just like a live we, yeah, DJ we, only chat room if, for if the, whenever if, the games are on. If you're a golf guy, uh, Steve Shermer not on the internet other than in our Slack. Or our website. So yep. exclusive Steve Shermer access only on our Slack. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. <laughs> for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. All rise. Kramer. Let it ride. <laughs>